Africa must redefine tourism now as it develops post-COVID recovery. With Omicron, the latest variant of the coronavirus, prompting fresh border closures, Africa must redefine its tourism as it sets a post-COVID-19 recovery strategy. The Secretary-General of the East African COMMUNITY, Dr. Peter Mathuki, said this week that it is about time that Africa started to interrogate the effectiveness of travel restrictions by weighing their disruptive social and economic impacts. The African Union has taken steps to make open skies a reality through the single African Air Transport MARKETSAATM, created to expedite the full implementation of the Amasakura decision, Dr. Mathuki said. In his New Year 2022 press comments, the Secretary-General said that once under full operation, greater African connectivity will reduce air travel time and costs, catalyzing intercontinental trade and tourism growth. The COVID-19 pandemic has disrupted African societies and economies, and it continues to reshape the world with the emergence of new variants. The crisis has tipped the scales for the tourism sector in the East African region, which pre-pandemic contributed significantly to the bloc's economic growth. In 2019, the tourism sector had contributed an average of 8.1% to the gross domestic product of East African COMMUNITY, partner states and brought about an average increase of 17.2% to total exports. Tourism plays a catalytic role in the broader economy through direct revenues for airlines, travel agents, hotels, shops, restaurants, and other tourist facilities, Dr. Mathuki said. Tourism also contributes to indirect economic impact through induced spending in agricultural produce, manufactured goods, transportation, entertainment, and handicraft, he added. Travel restrictions to curb the pandemic saw eight partner states lose 92% of revenues in tourism. Arrivals dropped from approximately 7 million in 2019 to 2.25 million in 2020 as indicated in the six-seat development strategy. Recent studies suggest that reducing community transmission rates could be more effective in containing the spread of the virus than border closures, he said. To trigger travel demand and keep global borders open, African governments must ensure equitable access to vaccines, coordinate international travel procedures, and embrace technology to authenticate tests and vaccination certificates. Like the rest of the world, the resumption of travel and tourism in Africa will depend largely on a coordinated response among countries regarding travel restrictions, harmonized safety and hygiene protocols, and effective communication to help restore consumer confidence. We must, however, appreciate that the current global health concerns and barriers to travel may take time to wing. As such, the continent must self-reflect and promote domestic and intercontinental tourism for a more sustainable recovery, Dr. Mathuki said. Africa needs to address critical tourism competitiveness drivers to foster intercontinental tourism. Top on the continent's agenda should be visa openness. Findings of THE The Africa Visa Openness Report of 2020 show that African citizens still need visas to travel to 46% of other African countries, while only 28% can get visas on arrival. These restrictive and cumbersome visa requirements diminish tourists' motivation to travel and indirectly reduce the availability of critical services. The continent should prioritize ongoing efforts to enhance its visa openness, said Dr. Mathuki. Another critical pillar to address is the liberalization of African skies to improve intercontinental connectivity. To fly from any East African capital to Northern Africa, one will quickly discover how poorly connected Africans are within the continent. A trip that should take no more than five and a half hours in some cases takes an estimated 12 to 25 hours, as one has to take connecting flights via Europe or the Middle East. A direct flight would probably cost an estimated US $600, however, one will be lucky to get a flight for less than US $850. The African Union has taken steps to make open skies a reality through the single African Air Transport MARKET, SAATM, created to expedite the full implementation of the Amasakura decision. 
the current COVID-19 crisis and past disease outbreaks have demonstrated Africa's preparedness to manage pandemics. Early warning systems and continuous investments in public health have seen the continent handle infectious outbreaks relatively better. However, though well-intended, the requirements for testing before departure, confirmatory testing on arrival, and in some cases quarantine, are both costly and inconvenient, hence deterring travel, particularly for leisure purposes. The African Union-backed Panabios has been critical in disseminating COVID-19 test results on a secure digital platform, accessible to all member states. The EEC has also developed an EEC pass that integrates and validates EEC partner states' COVID-19 tests and vaccination certificates to ease entry across the region. Once fully rolled out, the e-pass will be integrated with other regional and continental digital health platforms to enhance transparency and guarantee the authenticity of certificates. The continent could benefit from investing in targeted and effective tourism promotion campaigns for the African market. The EEC's recently LAUNCHED Tembi Nyambani campaign is a key step towards catalyzing inter-regional tourism. A similar approach across all regional economic communities could fundamentally transform the continent's tourism and reduce our reliance on international arrivals, as has happened in Europe over the years, where inter-regional tourists account for 80% of total tourism arrivals. Finally, allow me to quote an African proverb, until the lion learns how to write, every story will glorify the hunter, Dr. Mathuki pointed out. For years, international media has created negative perceptions and representations about Africa. Scenes of civil wars, hunger, corruption, greed, diseases, and poverty have defined Africans. Perhaps it is time to start interrogating our role in their narratives, but even more importantly, define Africa ourselves, the Secretary General concluded. More news about Africa. Number Africa. Number of fricaderism.